it's recording and Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the to the recommencement of episode fifty of the No Grey Areas podcast. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. Your ass is fired. <laughs> so, so basically, uh, as you heard on the last episode, we got some new equip- equipment that I'm just learning to use today because it's our fiftieth episode. Um, we've opened up the. We're using our. We're doing the social distance podcasting that we're using our service that we use whereby.com, and we're getting guests to just jump in and out. Um, as and when they please. Um, we've got Alf, who's joined us. Um, he started telling us a story and I realised I hadn't hit the record button. So I wholeheartedly apologise for that. <laughs> I just want to apologise. Um, yeah, so Lewis, take it away. What did you ask us? I was asking, like, what's the, what's the craziest news stories you guys have heard? So if we start off with Alfie's so that, so that he doesn't have to wait too long. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, just um, I mean, there's a lot of news out there, and uh, you know, some of it's big sensational stuff like the 5G uh, conspiracies. But uh, uh, this story is a little bit closer to home in the uh, Guildford area. Um, friend of mine lives there, and uh, he's on a local forum. And uh, you know, with all this corona going on, obviously, people are you know, high intentions and everything, and uh, on this forum, somebody posted that a, a local like corner shop was taking advantage of the locals and charging 10 quid for nine loo rolls. And obviously that's quite inflammatory. And uh, a lot of the people on the forum got upset, as you'd expect. And this guy's like, yeah, we should boycott this uh, store. You know, it's out of order, yada, yada. Yeah. But uh, my mate kind of, you know, he's one of these people who likes to see both sides of the story. and. Um, had a you know a little look into this and found out for the guy who posted this first of all had shown no evidence that that Lou Roll had cost ten pound, and um, had found a lot of his posts were actually quite right wing extremist and and you know pretty nasty, and you know the the poor shopkeeper actually came on the forum to explain that he hadn't done that, but um, you know the damage initially has been done right so locals are are up in arms and and to calm people down after the effect is always difficult so. Uh, bit sad um yeah. you know i like to think that we as people could be a bit nicer to each other in this time because you know it's tough you know it's tough for everyone yeah so yeah yeah that's 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 interesting i think that goes on to probably a lot of things we'll cover with regards to um people verifying stories and even just how you would go about verifying um certain things because i think that's the trick people that's the thing people don't get and often stumble on like they kind of see it and just believe it um, yeah do you, do you know what? i actually um when i was so I, I had mentioned when we started this podcast originally <laughs> um that there was a, a story that i read about an african pastor who like um ended up killing 56 members of his congregation through getting them to drink detol um while i was trying to find that particular story which turned out to be fake news anyway uh, I stumbled across uh, another link to a load of like bits of fake news that are going on around uh, in Africa. 
Um, I actually have a friend who lives in Africa and they're telling me that Africans are taking this whole thing very, very seriously. Uh, a lot of African countries have very, very low death tolls and very low um, infection rates because like, as soon as this came out, they were like, nah, 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 we ain't leaving the house at all. This ain't happening. Um, so a couple of the things that came out were uh, that were like fake news was that you can kill the coronavirus with black tea. Okay. Yeah, so so a load of... trying to up their shares or something in these hard times. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much it looks like it, isn't it? Um, uh, shave your beard to protect yourself a bit against the coronavirus because apparently the the beard, you know, it's, it's it's textured surface leads to the the virus being able to grow and breed more freely. Okay. Um, there was another one about a Nigerian uh, preacher who went to China to fight the coronavirus. Uh, being admitted to hospital and I'm thinking like that's that's fake news anyway but who would think that's real like what are you gonna do you, you're gonna walk into Wuhan and be like virus I want you <laughs> that's it. it sounds yes. like one of those westerns doesn't it where someone's traveling across like the plains and stuff to fight to like get revenge <laughs> somewhere it's mad. It's mad. Um, and there was a couple of others about like um the World Health Organization using Africans as like a test bed for, yeah. for vaccines, not actually having any solid vaccines and just like testing them out on them, which again, come on people, let's, let's look into these things. Let's look into these things before we start talking about them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the, the craziest one. I think you had, there was one that you'd heard as well, Dan. No? Yeah. Yeah. So um, just before that, there's someone else online. Do you want to reveal yourself? It just says guest at the moment kind of let them oh. in i should have i should have yeah. <laughs> i don't know how to put my name on it hey sabrina how are you okay how are you good 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 so um we'll get on to you in a sec because i know you contacted lewis about oh. some advice oh lewis exposed me okay not me i didn't, ex didn't expose no one so then no one wants to come to you bro you're full of shit <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm i'm i previously mentioned in the first take <laughs> that um I'd heard a story and it was from like a, a credible news source um, that there was some fake news going around in Iran. That's one of not well, it's still highly affected. But during the earlier stage of the pandemic, it was one of the countries that um, kind of got hit quite heavily early on. Um, but there was some fake news going around that drinking methanol um, would help would basically get rid of um the coronavirus so just while everyone's sort of been speaking of just to sort of verify this and this isn't 100 verification verified but this story has appeared in the daily mail the mirror the independent um and the new york times and the metro um and 300 people um got killed and thousands well sorry 300 people dead in iran after drinking methanol to cure coronavirus so that's that's how dangerous fake news can be and it's a pity that I, I felt like when I first read that, I felt like it's, it should have been it should have been made a bigger headline just so people can see the impact in worst case scenario that um, sort of fake news and spreading fake news can actually have. Because that's that's more than some countries currently. That's more than some countries total death toll from coronavirus. You know? um, so, yeah, that was that was a. Uh, the craziest so, story I've so, heard. So here's the thing, yeah, getting on to like a little bit of a conspiracy as well. Um, 
the, the, num the numbers are not consistent. But like the the, the article that you'd read said like up to 300 people, right? Mm. So I'm going to hold it up to the camera. I don't know if you guys can see the, the print on it. But that number there yeah. on the smaller text, that's 480. What's that in Iran? Yeah. And this is this. So it's, a, it's an article on the same story, yeah. but this is the independence version. It, it says that uh, 400, up to 480 deaths, uh, two and a half thousand um, people have died from the from the actual coronavirus in that country. But yeah, up to four, 480 people from the uh, died. From poisoning. Yeah, and 2,850 people ill. Oh, wow. So, what so date is that? Oh, man. You, what, Jesus, Danny. I, I just held up. Are you trying to like out, out, out me as like fake news in you or something? <laughs> Jesus nice. Christ. There's, I don't even see a date on it, bruv. I don't even see a date. I literally right. just said. Like, you can't do this let's, live. Let's on move it. on from your bullshit. Oh. <laughs> I'm only joking. Anyway, so so Sabrina, while you're on, like we're talking about some of the like crazy bits of like news that we've heard uh, that have then potentially like turned out to be fake. Is there anything in particular that you've heard that was like? initially maybe shocking then you found out later on it wasn't actually legit yeah there's a, a few things actually but you didn't actually let me do research before i did this pod but um <laughs> you don't have to it's all good <laughs> I'll, um, I'll just um go for a couple one was there's some american hollywood pedophile ring that they're trying to cover up so like tom hanks um said he had the coronavirus but that was to cover up his him being a pedophile um also I that, yeah yeah, I heard that. And then there's obviously the 5G thing that that's what's making us all ill, um, not actually a virus. And was there one more thing that I've heard? Oh, um, oh yeah. Look, they... <laughs> Are you laughing at me? Nah. <laughs> Basically, Nick's just joined in the podcast. Oh. And if you look at the cameras, you can see that Nick's actually sat next to me. Be careful because you might get echo. Okay, right. And there was just one more that um, it was made in a lab in Wuhan as a sort of worldwide. Hi, Sonia. And um, yeah, it was Hi, made Nasca. as a weapon. Hello. Hi. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, hey, let's not interrupt. Jesus Christ, Denny. Yeah, Denny. Right, hang on, because it doesn't take a lot for me to lose my train of thought. So, yeah, so there's the Celepido ring, the 5G, and that it was man-made in the Wuhan clinic as a weapon, and then it got released when it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, I think I've, 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 heard, um, I've heard all of those. Um, the Tom Hanks one, I heard... Um, so I think that came off the back of there's this there's this kind of movement, if you want to call it. It's been quite uh, rife on Twitter, particularly by this. Is it QAnon? Mm. Um, and oh, yeah. He basically or they basically listed this huge number of celebrities and famous people and all of this um, and politicians, um, people of influence and said that this coronavirus thing was basically a cover up for um to be basically donald Tr this is this was the mad thing as well donald trump was the person who was taking down all these evil people um, <laughs> yeah that's why i didn't believe yes yeah, yeah. so donald trump is basically taking down all these evil 
evil people who are part of this paedophile ring. Um, and the coronavirus was a way for them to kind of go quietly. So they could say they've got coronavirus and they can um, kind of, but really they're being arrested. Um, Oprah Winfrey was one of them. Yeah. And then Oprah Winfrey's house was supposed to be raided. She was supposed to have um, uh, been arrested, taken into custody. And then she actually came out and was like, uh, guys, uh, my house is fine. And um, yeah, it's all, it's all nonsense. So um, I think that one's kind of gone quiet. I heard of quite a few people going on about that, but it's kind of gone quiet now. As yeah, I think a lot I of this stuff does. It literally doesn't make any sense, that one. I still can't get my head around it and how it makes any sense because people are actually dying from it. So, like, it's not something just to protect celebrities. So, I think the, the thing is with that whole, uh, the old paedophile conspiracies, they've been going around since pretty much like as long as I can remember. There's always stuff about the MPs, uh, conspiracies about they've all got like an underground whole. Uh, sex ring going on and all that stuff. There is a lot. We'll, we'll get we'll get into like some breakdowns and some of them in a bit. Uh, but before we do, Nasca. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Who doesn't like a good conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. What else are we going to do? I've had enough of watching bloody reruns <laughs> and Netflix. Um, so so we, we're just going over um, like some of the mad stories that we've heard in the news. Is there anything that you've heard that like was particularly shocking to you? Mm, I'm still not 100% convinced of the whole thing. I what mean... You, what, like the virus? Well... I don't know what to think. Yeah, now lots of people are dying, so which makes me kind of rethink my original theory, but... All right, but what was your original theory? Hit me up. It's just that something went out of hand. I think someone done a little experiment, went out of hand, and cannot stop it now. Okay. Okay. That, that's that's what I'm thinking. Thing is, that was that. I think um, maybe before you joined, but uh, that was one that Sabrina kind of mentioned the whole like Wuhan uh, experiment thing that got kind of out of control. Things getting uh, getting released. Um, so yeah. Uh, no, uh, no other like crazy conspiracies other than obviously we're going to get onto the five G one in a bit. No, uh, I don't believe in that. But I don't know. I don't know. I've heard lots of things lately. Even tonight. Uh, no, first of all, I I just don't know. No one ever reports any other deaths than coronavirus related. So I'm still thinking: Are they actually people dying from heart attacks and? Uh, you know, cancer and stuff, or is it literally everyone who dies is like, that's it, it's coronavirus. There's no comparison from the data from last year or the year before or the year before. I mean, how how do we know that these numbers are accurate? Like, Yeah, basically, um, global deaths have been put on hold until this coronavirus. And uh, every other pathogen and, is taking uh, a medication. Uh, shared with me a video only an hour ago. It's an American pathologist who has been given like an instruction, six, seven pages instructions, yeah. uh, how to write death certificates. And literally, I can share it on Facebook as well. So literally, it doesn't matter what the cause of death is. It's coronavirus. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The thing is, like, yeah, the, people aren't allowed to die of anything else. Like, literally, I tried to kill my wife. 
just rose from the dead like instantly. She's like, no, sorry, mate. You gotta wait till this corona pathogen thing is over with. <laughs> Uh, 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 but yeah, well, uh, uh, so I'm originally from Bulgaria, and they said the death rate in Bulgaria. I, I mean, it started first with the people from Germany. You know how in the past it was split between East and West Germany, and obviously the Bulgaria in, in the like part of the Soviet Union stuff was following the Eastern Germany program, and we had same in, immunizations as them. And I remember as a child, I had immunization here in my shoulder. And they said death rate now in Eastern Germany and Bulgaria and other countries is very low because of that um, immunization. But I can't remember what it was. Um, I okay, with that though, since uh, was it when? When did the wall come down, Germany? Uh, it was like ninety or ninety-one. It was early nineties. Yeah. Has the immunization has that immunization yeah. program stayed the same or have yes, they adapted? Still on every newborn baby is right. having it. Is this what is this? What is this? Uh, with my camera. Oh, oh no, sorry. Don't sorry. want to show us no private messages. No, no, no private messages. What is this? Tuberculosis. Uh, tuberculosis. Yeah, tuberculosis. Yes, every single person in Bulgaria has it, even nowadays, even though there's not a a recorded case in Bulgaria for years and years and years is still ongoing. And also some other countries, and they said the countries who had it, a very low rate, death rate. But I don't know. I don't know if that's the case or not. Okay. Should we, uh, Sonia, Kieran, you got any uh, conspiracies Hi, you've heard? Hey. Hi, guys. Hey, yeah. Uh... Hi. Hello. Jesus, Sonia, you're look, you're right in there, like you're in my mind. I'm always there, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> There's no getting away. As much as I try. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> um, yeah, what's the what's have you, have you heard any like crazy crazy stories uh, or conspiracies about uh, about what's going on right now? Well, yeah, Lo oh, Kieran. Says in terms of stories, yeah, and loads of fake news as well, which have really really annoyed me so I'm just going to go off on the fake news tangent first it's actually result resorted to me leaving quite a few Facebook groups with my family as well wow. people posting messages and saying all this stuff like oh you know this like oh did you know that you know when it gets really really hot and its temperature goes to like 40 you know the coronavirus is gonna it's gonna be killed or how is how is that right because how is it still happening in places where are really really hot at the moment like Dubai and Bahrain which are like they've been on lockdown before us um there's one message that went around the other day in in a family group that i've got on whatsapp from uh, members in india saying that oh the, uh, all admins in in whatsapps are now going to be monitored and it's actually breaking the law if you uh, post fake news in a whatsapp group and they post the link and then when you went into the actual story it said in the headline fake news <laughs> how <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> how how ironic, right? But it, it's it's funny as well because the messages that are going around, particularly on WhatsApp, they're um, people aren't actually reading them. I don't know if you guys are feeling the same. They're literally just forwarding them. Yeah. And then when you question, oh, like question something, oh, like you know, da da da, like how is that true? They're like, oh, I'm not sure, sorry, not sure, bruv. You know, just forwarded it on. Well, why forward it yeah. on then? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's the point of forwarding it on? Like that's that's how, that's what causes mass panic when you not don't report the facts so it's actually resulted in me leaving quite a few whatsapp groups because um 
I'm trying to carry on with my normal daily life, right? I've got two young kids. I'm trying to work and, and juggle being motherhood as well. So I'm only watching the news once a day. So that's that's me going off on one about fake news. But in terms of um, uh, your question around, um, you know, um, <laughs> conspiracy theories, I mean, what if this was all all made up by one journalist like one journalist who likes to like cause rumors so somebody like me right imagine like it is something probably i would do just, yeah just, just pause that for a second sonia i just feel it's right to let everyone know that sonia actually is a originally <laughs> is a journalist that's her background <laughs> in journalism <laughs> I mean, you know, I come from this world, right? I mean, I've, I've left that world and, and for a particular reason, but you can't take the journalist and the nosy Parker out of me, right? So imagine, imagine if someone, if a journalist is just sitting there and being like, wonder what would happen if I just started this rumour? And what the hell, man? Like, up. shit, mm. it, the rumour has caused a complete lockdown of this whole world. I remember thinking that about a month ago. I remember going for a walk with my um, with my colleague at work on a lunch break, and um, we were like, yeah, imagine if this has happened. But damn, that's that's some success, successful rumour, right, if that's true. <laughs> Very much so. I've got an interesting, I've got a question, actually. With regards to your background being um, in journalism, uh-oh. How do you feel, you know, with all this kind of fake news and, and things go around? Because, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I imagine, like, the word integrity would get, yep. you would be taught that in. So, you know, when you see these sites that just post stuff and post stuff and they do what they, I guess what they call, like, now mainstream media and uh, independent news. Like, how yep. do you kind of feel about that? So, um, so you, so give me an example. So mainstream so, media and independent news. So, so you've got obviously, can I name, can I name stuff like BuzzFeed? Yeah, feel free. Like you've got BuzzFeed. Yeah. yeah. So you've got things like BuzzFeed, right? Yeah. Um, which I wouldn't really call uh, mainstream news a okay. bit like, because that's, I would say mainstream, I would call mainstream news like BBC. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so what was your question again? Yeah. Harry? So, okay. Maybe not necessarily <laughs> someone as big as BuzzFeed, but you know, <laughs> you know, you get like, I'll give you an example, right? I'll give you an example. And this is kind of similar to what you were saying. So in my family group, yeah. I, this was um, probably about a month ago now, someone, yeah. someone posted a link to yeah. an article and the mm. article said the headline was black people can't get coronavirus. I saw that. Yeah. The crazy thing was the article itself backed that up by saying someone, a black student in China had caught coronavirus and was now certified corona free after 17 days in hospital. So the headline said black people can't get it, but the article said, yeah, he caught it, but now he's 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 being cleared. Now yeah, that yeah, but that's what we do. That's what we do. Which we do. We get a piece of information, us journalists, and we put a little bit of garam masala on it, right? And we make it a bit sexy and we make a headline so that you can click on it. Yeah, that's what we do. It's in our blood. <laughs> it was nuts. But... You wouldn't have clicked on that headline, but you wouldn't have clicked on that headline, would you? Well, as soon as I saw the headline, I was like, family, stop being stupid. But um, but just like, so obviously, but you know, like an article like that, like to me, when I see that, that publication, it's like, you've got no integrity. Like, whereas like the BBC couldn't post something like that. Do you see what I mean? They've, they've, they have to like adhere to certain guidelines and, and, and kind of stuff. But, but the, BBC, yeah. the BBC, they broadcast the news all the time without actually telling you anything. There's news 24-7 and they're not really saying anything to you. They're so, just repeating everything over so, and over again. 
in terms of journalism, whatever journalism you're in, in terms of if, it, if it's um, the local or if it's on a national level, all journalists have to adhere to something called the Ethical Code of Conduct. It's the PCC. Wow. So we've got to, you've got to go for that. But, but um, you know, some, some get in trouble, some don't. Look at the news of the world, what happened to them. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the world of the sun. Um, so I think it's, you know, how far will you go to chase a story and how far will you go um, to get that click, right? And I talk about clicks because, you know, the readership and people buying newspapers is going down. So I'm talking about that it's click. How far yeah. are you going to go to get to get someone like you, Danny, to, to click? Um, so there's, there's the... There's editorial integrity, but there's also kind of um, like clickbait. Just trying to, just trying to get that wooden spoon right and give it yeah. a stir. Yeah. I would click on everything that says Russia. There was an article saying that Russians entered the British airspace and had they had to be exposed. You know, oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. It actually does happen on yeah, a regular basis. It does. Um, there, there are two things. Uh, number one... I saw you, something about Russia. Yeah? What did you see, Sabrina? What did you see? Can't remember that, are um, Just quickly, everyone. Sabrina's the one yeah. who couldn't figure out how to type her name in, so she's called Guess. I noticed that. <laughs> I like a bit of clickbait. What can I say? Right. Anyway, so um, that they were releasing live lions into the street yes, to I keep people in their houses. Like, I think found out. <laughs> oh, I think found out that's not true. But I don't think told that to you in Spain, but that's quite a few years ago. It wasn't recent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, well, you, <laughs> that's mad. Um, so, so there's two things. Number one, some someone's doing like masturbation breathing down down the microphone. So whoever that is, heavy breathing, cut that out, yeah. I just, sorry, sorry, that's my husband. This is this is why I keep moving the microphone from my mouth. I keep thinking it's me, heavy breathing. It's not luckily. Heavy breathing, latest one. But but also, uh, be, before we get anyway, obviously one of things one of the things that Sonia said was that she was thinking about um, what if what if a journalist just made this up. Kieran. It was me. Hands up. It was me. Kieran, <laughs> from a scientific background, how how would that be difficult to pull off? To, to make fake news. No, no, not to make fake news. But obviously, like like any journalist can come out with, oh yeah, there's this new virus. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. But surely, obviously, Kieran, you you work in medical science, right? So, when when they're when they're um, looking at viruses and stuff like that surely someone has to verify actually yes this is a new virus and not but you can't just go yeah bruv i've got this new virus i'm going to call it ebolates it's a hybrid ebola and aids and it will catch you (laughs) (laughs) so you guys know that coronavirus has been around for a long time sorry Louis, i'm just putting the girls to bed be back in a sec sure (laughs) that's just the umbrella term but covid19 is the strain name yeah Yep. So, I think so, with journalism, I think what Sonia said is right. There's truth behind it, but they completely add their own spices to it to make us click on it. And that's yeah. what it is. And I think right now, I think the media have done so well in scaring everybody. But I also think that that was needed to scare everybody because I don't think any, everybody will listen. Because the problem is with the viruses, the flu kills probably the same amount of people, but over a long period of time, whereas this one will be around for a short period of time. So the peak is a lot higher. 
So it's a very intense for a few months, whereas the flu kills the same amount of people, but it's for the whole year. So it is basically a flu then, Kieran. We're just we're just socialising too much and people catching it. That's what that's what you know. Is it is it just literally a flu which has just gone a bit? No, it's a new just, virus. It's definitely a new virus. That, is it Nick? Yeah, I of didn't know it is. that. No, I tell you, it is. Oh, Kieran's <laughs> frozen up. Playing musical statues. He's giving us the V. Um, go on, Nick. It, that's your, a that's a WTF caption there, Nick, Kieran. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit strange, isn't it? She hasn't. She's maybe she's got poor Wi-Fi. Yeah, which she needs to get that five G. We'll get onto that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Nick, what are you what are you saying, man? What, what's been going on? Oh, the only thing, obviously, you know, where I've been working the last week. One of the one of the largest hospitals. I do tell the room. Well, been... wow, Nick, are you a key worker now? Well, yeah, well. Being a gas engineer, I have to work for the army and for the hospital and for anyone else that's obviously still working. Um, I salute you, bruv. Cheers, bruv. Obviously, I wasn't too keen on working in the hospital this last four or five days purely because of the areas we have to go into. Um, obviously, there are COVID wards. So did you see dead people? So there is morgues there that are extra morgues, but we don't get to see the dead people. You know, um, but with the COVID wards, obviously those people are are wearing full PPE as goggles, masks, jackets, the lot. And uh, if I want to go in there, I've got to put on all that equipment too. But I don't go into the COVID wards. I basically said I'm not going to go into those wards. But I can look through the windows and I can see obviously what's going on. They have almost a quarter of the hospital Um put aside for the whole COVID thing from when you come in, how you're treated, how you're dealt with in the process. And obviously if you pass away where you go to after, but a lot of the cases they have got underlying health issues. I've not heard or seen anyone that's come in that's healthy, just got this virus and passed away. It's purely an elderly person that has something. And this is basically, it's affected the respiratory system. And obviously because they can't, have enough strength to, you know, to get rid of, um, to fight it off. They've, you know, they passed away from from that side of it. That's How it came about and where it came from, I don't know. Uh, there's loads of different conspiracy theories as, from as a to how. In Russia. There's particularly there's loads of things. Either way, the thing is, there is something there now that is obviously there is present around the whole world, and obviously, um, it's how we are reacting now to. Obviously, try to get it to get to get over it, you know, as, as quickly as possible. That's the thing. Like a lot of obviously, they're posting that, that healthy people are getting it, but it's almost impossible to do. Are you guys nearly finished. The body to see what actually is going on, and then to on the same day say, "Oh, this person was completely healthy," or even if the person. So what's her, what was that, Karen? You like faded out. Oh, she's gone, mate. She she definitely needs five G in her area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she definitely needs it. Yeah, like, she, she did actually yeah, message yeah. before saying that she uh, she had um, her, her laptop had restarted. Um, Sabrina, you still with us? Yeah, yeah. What was I think? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. You mentioned a couple of other um, conspiracies as well. There, Are there any that you want to elaborate on? 
Well, the one where I know you probably got me on this because I'm crazy and, you know, it's entertainment, but my nail guy, who's from China. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you should be close. You should have a nail guy at this point. <laughs> when you say your nail guy, like he supplies you with nails. No, he, does, he does my nails or he did before all of this and they look like trash now, but that's another story. But when I went to him just before we got locked, Uh, that they made it in the lab and for me not to worry because I'm young my children are young and we'll be fine but he said old people will die and you just have to accept that and I was like okay but he's talking about his own country so I feel like he wouldn't have made that up do you know what I mean like you're not going to slate your own background okay so is that one you believe what that was made in the lab yeah yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so why was it? What, hold on. Why was it made in a lab? For what reason? To be used as a weapon in like war or something. But the only thing that doesn't make sense with that, probably a lot of things to you guys, but one thing that doesn't make sense to me is um, that it only affects old people and people with underlying conditions. And the only thing I could say to that is that they hadn't finished developing it, and it got out when it shouldn't have. Okay. Does is is everyone in the room uh, like familiar with the official story of how how this uh, virus actually made its way to human beings? Bats. Um, Robert. This, yeah. It's not bats. It's, it's, it's not bats. Pang, pangolin. Pangolin. Yeah. yeah, pangolin. So pangolin is like a little armadillo type creature. It's native to Africa. Yeah. Um, and we have a uh, well, we don't in in China they have wet markets, right? So. Um, we're talking like stacks of wild animals, essentially, that have been captured and then stacked on top of each other. They defecate all over each other and then they're then sold off and, and stuff. So um, it's like COVID-19 has existed in pangolins for, for ages, but it's just jumped species, just as like it was in the news this week, I think this week or last week, that it jumped uh, and uh, it's been found in tigers. Uh, or a or a tiger, a tiger in, in, yeah. In, yeah, Nadia. Yeah. Do you know what? Screw that tiger, man. It's time. It's time for that tiger to go. I'm sorry. What well, do you say now? If tiger you're, king, isn't it? Probably, what's her name? Carol. Did you hear as well today on the on the radio? It said if your animal symptoms, you got to isolate the animal in the house with you. Yeah. This is true. Mate, yeah. if you got if you got a cat, lock that cat up because cats yeah. are crazy anyway. My neighbor. How are you going to know your cat's my... got flu symptoms? No, do you know what? My cat was outside yesterday. My neighbor came out and said, "Look, you better put your cat away because they announced on the news that cats can carry it." So my cat's not allowed out anymore. <laughs> cat, I didn't realize your cat's grounded. Yeah, and they're not happy about it either. They're proper playing up, but that's another story too. You got to kill them cats. I don't like cats. You have to kill them. <laughs> No, Sabrina. You know what? Sabrina. Happened, Has anyone seen the film Contagion? Because literally, I watched it two days ago. Yeah, isn't that literally, basically, exactly what's happened now? That's what I said to Lewis. Is it, it literally? It's like they made this virus on that film. So, That's exactly okay, hold on, Can I give an explanation in, to that? Before you do, you know, in 1995, Outbreak was released, which is pretty much the same storyline yeah. as Contagion. Yeah, of course, it's got to all come from somewhere. There's a thunder baby. So this yeah, is because they have been working on the formula all these years and now they mastered it in this Russia. Is... And, now it's... and the film basically gave them 
in the cover story. But the other thing is, is that there are a lot of people dying. So, you know, like one of my friends put on his story a couple of days ago, um, the morgue at the Royal London Hospital. And there's just bodies in the corridor in black morgue bags um, just all over the corridor because there's nowhere to put them. I don't, so, know, I don't know about that. I think that's, I think that could be a bit of something else going on there. I don't think it's that bad. So, can yeah, I, can I just bags, say something like, with regards to um, this thing with like contagion? There's several films. Right, so if anyone plays video games, right, if I turned around and said, there's going to be a FIFA 26, and then in, 2020, in 2026, FIFA came out, that does not make me a sage. Right, it's 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 a, something you can pretty much predict because there's been one every single year since 1994. Yeah. Now, anyone who's into um, uh, who works in that sort of area or pathogens and has a basic understanding for it can kind of make a, a pretty educated guess as to the likelihood or what would happen if there's a pandemic um, of this type. Um, what sort of virus family? and where it's likely to happen. And I've actually seen um, some interviews of, of, of uh, experts, people in the know who have spoke about this kind of stuff way before. They actually done a drill in the UK some years ago. I can't remember what it was called, but I'll, I'll try and check uh, while someone else is talking. Um, so if you know, and then if you're making a film about it, you're gonna go seek the advice of an expert, get a rough storyline, give it that Hollywood flavor, and you're gonna make a film. So that's another one of those conspiracies when people are saying, oh, it's, it was in this film and now this has happened. And da, 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 da. it's like, like I said, there's going to be a FIFA 26. I can make a pretty educated guess about that. But that contagion is literally what we are going through right now down to a T. 100% is the whole thing. And it's like the government, I don't know what, can, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies, but it's like they've used that as their background to right. do what they're doing so now. what's the what's the what's the death rate in in contagion because i'm pretty sure i haven't seen it for a long time but i'm pretty sure they're not going to make a film about a virus that has a one percent i will tell you because i watched it two days yeah what was the death rate in that it was 20 million people yeah and obviously the estimated was to go up to 70 million right right uh, but it never reached that. it reached 20 million it was yes Okay, yeah. let me let me just give you some context as well. Yeah, when we're talking about how, um, like the the idea that they came up with that, and and now this is following it. You guys remember avian flu? Yeah, that was that that obviously had a a, a big impact in, in particular in China, um, but that happened in 1997. So they they could be basing the, the whole storyline of that movie off something that happened in 1997. But I don't remember people being quarantined, schools being shut down, all of that. Ever. No, but but they they ended up because it it jumped to human beings. They put this was in China. They put like a, a regional lockdown on and killed twenty million, um, like not domesticated but uh, bred uh, birds, so like chickens and stuff like that. They literally just like shut the doors to like huge farming facilities and just set fire to to everything. Like just just posted a lot of it. Um, so. That, that was that was kind of like reacting correctly uh, to to get rid of this. Nice to see that you're you're getting tired there, Nick. I'm tired, mate. Um, we just had Tom join. Hey, Tom. Tom Tom's got his mic off. He ain't talking to you, bro. All right, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Can I just add a couple of things as well? That there's gonna apparently another thing I heard was that they're trying to make a capitalist society and a new world order. 
I'm, okay. I'm all up for that. I'm all up for that. Cashless. I'm always losing my cash. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the cashless society one. And mm-hmm. what I would say to that um, is that's the way people are generally moving. The, the, so checks, which are, again, that sort of physical kind of uh, payment, were due to be like totally, completely um, uh, taken out of circulation uh, probably about four, three, four years ago. And they kept, they pushed it back as far as I'm aware. And this is from working at HMRC at least twice because they know particularly the elderly population still rely on them. And there are still some people that rely on them. I think if they were trying to push a cashless society, they could have just taken checks out. Like we're moving that way as a society anyway. Um, you know, we're all, we're all um, using Apple Pay and tapping this and tapping that and all that kind of stuff. But I don't really think that's a conspiracy. I think that's, I, I have heard that one as well. Um, but I've also seen evidence to say that they're not pushing that. That's like just a natural progression. Like they're not pushing it. Um, there was actually a report earlier this year talking about the impact of us moving to a cashless society too fast. And again, the impact that can have on particularly elderly people in rural areas. Um, so while I have heard that one, I've also having like some of the places I've worked, I've seen enough evidence to kind of say, actually, that's not the government's plan, or at least they're not, they're taking things into consideration and that sort of part of the demographic that, um, still rely on a, you know, tipping your pizza man and stuff when he comes to the door. Well, Denny, you're a smart guy. What do you think it is then? Because you know you're very level-headed, and you know you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, what what do I think? What is? What do I think? What is? Like, obviously, people are dying at a high rate. Um, you know, we're in a lockdown. Mm. Blah blah blah. Like, what do you think is actually happening? Is there a conspiracy, or is there genuinely this virus that is killing us all, and we have to stay inside? Right. Okay. So, my background is um mainly it in many many areas of it pathogens and the like is not my area of expertise so my general rule of thumb is ask an expert so that's what i do and every expert i i speak to says what the general narrative is it's been transferred it's a it's, it's from a family that's exists that's uh common similar to what kieran was saying um, there's a, a virus that's basically whether it's mutated or it's managed to jump species um, and it's wreaking havoc that's pretty much it I mean it's not the first time either in history that that's happened um, so for me there isn't I know I'll take in fact with regards to the numbers and stuff that's being reported I think there's a lot to be said about that but in terms yeah. of how it's actually happened um, I just don't have enough experience to, to give, to just try and think of something. So I just trust, I have to trust the experts. Um, okay. That's how I feel. I got a question. Why is England the only country not declaring the recovery statistics? Oh, I know. I know about that. Come. It's because you have, uh, uh, so once you have the symptoms and they're really bad, they take you to a hospital and they do with you whatever for day or two and then once you're a little bit better they send you back home to recover in order for them to say uh, that you're cured they have to do two tests in a row 
that shows that you are out of it. And because they're so behind on testing, all these people that are already home and probably feeling perfectly fine after mm -hmm. two or three weeks, they have to officially go for two more tests. They have to come negative for them to officially be marked as um, recovered or whatever. I, I did read that the other day. I thought you were going to say Russia will withhold in our numbers. No. No, 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 nothing. They're very clever, manipulative. No. Hey, guys, I have something to say regarding um, the, the conversation that was just have it, that you were having around, um, you know, various books, textbooks, and uh, maybe TV shows um, who, may, who, who is saying, oh, you know, may have predicted something that this was going to happen has anybody seen the film or read the book um quite old school but something called a clockwork uh a clockwork named orange clockwork or orange. orange have you heard of it clockwork that's have, it yeah, clockwork yeah, orange, right? yeah you're film. familiar with it right that's it fantastic uh, uh, yeah sorry i've got the name wrong. i studied it when i when i did english literature but i read i read the book it's um I would recommend reading the book actually if you've only just watched the film but in terms of that you know it talks about it talks about a drug society and it talks about lots of things that's happening in today's society you know the way that the modern generation behave and um you know acts of violence that have been carried out over the last few years and what i'm getting at is that um any kind of a storyteller um, is going to have a vivid imagination, right? So I don't think we can say that, you know, they predicted that this was going to happen. There's been loads of things like, you know, Breaking Bad, um, uh, 24, that things have actually happened in our real life where it comes to terrorist attacks and, you know, bombings and various things happening in different places. And yes, I think it's just a coincidence. I don't think it's that they necessarily have predicted that this is actually going to happen. Does anybody feel the same? Yeah, I'm I, not I, saying I agree. that they. So I'm not saying that they predicted it. I'm saying that the government may be using that film as a template if it is a conspiracy to base this all on right now. All right. So uh, I disagree. Do, do you know what the? But to what end? Right. Number one, it would be really dumb, right? But oh, sorry, it it would be it'd be really dumb to like plan a global conspiracy based on a movie however that's like your, your little false move there because anyone that goes oh yeah yeah that you know they're based on this movie you go oh come on man that's stupid no they wouldn't do that and it's obviously they did not it yeah but you know but there's massive the if they have done if on. they have done that there's massive repercussions on our country oh should we right. let sorry guys there's someone called government undercover plant who just asked to come in should we let him in <laughs> yeah yeah let him. yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we're gonna be dead by the morning, all of us. Government Jeez. undercover plant. Hi. It's not very undercover. There's a mole. There's a mole in the group. Would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> GUP. Hey, how are you? So I'm a friend of Alfie. I thought I'd pick a funny uh, name. It's, it's, no, it's got us in stitches, right. it's a good one. Hey. Yeah, that, that was funny. Appropriate. Um, okay, so so before we before we go like two down the rabbit hole and then run out of time, should we just talk about the the, the main one at the minute, which is the the five G mm. conspiracy? So, so so to get started on it, obviously Denny has experience in telecommunications and stuff. You're you're quite well versed on it, I think. Then okay. correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, I I feel like I know a little, uh, a little bit, a fair amount. Um, okay. Okay. So. It's bullshit. 
wouldn't. No. So just to just to so just to kind of the, the whole five G thing. Um, if, if anyone's into those sort of conspiracy theories or just comes across it, five um, G gets blamed for pretty much everything. What the whole thing with with five um, G is with regards to the frequencies? There's a frequency range that goes up to eighty six gigahertz or thereabouts. Um, some some people some publications you see will say it goes up to three hundred gigahertz. From what I've seen, it goes up to eighty six gigahertz. Now. My understanding is it starts from 700 megahertz. So a gigahertz is a thousand megahertz. So it's quite a big, big difference. You're, if you imagine you're, you've got this huge range, the upper end of that range, um, the higher uh, the range, uh, the, the smaller the um, the waves are. So you'll see- you're, people... not, you're not coming off as very qualified to talk on this. So <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. You've completely let's... lost us, Danny. All right, let's start again. Let's start again. Waves. You've... Okay, right. so you, you, you're talking about the electromagnetic spectrum, yeah? Like yeah, so just ra ra radiation, like the electromagnetic yeah. spectrum, right? So there's a massive range. The upper end of it, you start, it starts um, potentially becoming more dangerous to humans. Yeah, you have, and that, that's, that's like called ionizing. The lower end, which is what um, our telecommunications use, our TV use, radio waves, is non-ionizing. 5G sits very comfortably in the non-ionizing range of that. It's supposed to go up to 86 gigahertz. The UK is currently using 3.5 and 3.6 gigahertz. So even as far as the upper limit where people are worried about, um, we're, still, we're actually nowhere near that. So most of the conspiracies come from um, the fact that we're using these very, very high uh, frequencies. And basically we're not. I've had many conversations with people about this and I was speaking to someone the other day and they were saying, oh, at the sort of 60 gigahertz or 65 gigahertz, the, the, they start doing like the, the, the waves start having uh, a weird interaction with oxygen, which is true, you can look that up. My, my question was what country have you seen that's currently using that frequency? I didn't get an answer. So there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff with regards to um, safety tests and things like that. And there are constant, and I'm I'm all for, and it happens in IT all the time. You're constantly um, you're constantly testing things, and there's there's constant safety checks and and things going on. Um, but one of the things that people, people often say is, oh, you know, uh, it hasn't been tested for safety. And it has, like, there's been several tests and they're, it's going to continue to be tested as well. So, um, safe, uh, sorry, 5G in itself, is it safe? Again, I have to just trust the experts. There's a certain amount of knowledge I know myself. Um, so when I look at it in, on the, on, from, a, from the, I guess I could say sort of basic knowledge I have, it seems to fall in line with all the safety things that I'm aware of. When I ask experts and people, so I've actually got a friend whose dad actually worked on um, the testing of those. Uh, no, I really, really do. What? You can't pull out a line like that. No, I really do have a friend whose dad worked on. He's like working in the government. No, but seriously, I could prove this. I could prove this. Right, his dad worked on um, testing in that frequency range on rats. Um, and there's actually a famous experiment that a lot of anti-5G people actually quote that he was part of, like, that's that's legit. Um, so 
when I do ask people in the know, they basically sort of support what I'm saying and then they'll give me extra information. Whenever I've spoken to someone who's sort of anti-5G, and this is, this is a big difference as well. When I speak to someone who anti-5G people claim they know, pro-5G people claim they know. When I speak to someone who's pro-5G, okay, Denny, this is what happens. Da -da 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 they'll, ex they'll explain to me. I'll say, oh, that's great. Can you send me a, um, have you got any scientific papers or anything you can send me? Yeah, sure. They'll send me something. If I ask someone who's anti-5G, this is the response I get. Wake up, wake up. Can't you see what they're doing to us? Do your research. And I'm like, you haven't told me anything. Like you just keep saying, do your research, do your research, do your research. So that's, that's, that's kind of my thing. I've never got a clear answer from someone who's anti 5G. And I've also, I've got when I do speak to question. people. Yeah, go on. Go on. Sorry, Danny. Yeah. I just, um, you were talking earlier about ionizing versus non-ionizing. Yeah. And you were saying that um, frequencies sort of higher range frequencies were considered ionizing and lower were the non-ionizing. Yeah. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I, I was, for some reason, I thought it was related to power rather than frequency. So, yeah, so, so, so you're, you're saying it's frequency. No, so, so you're right. It is power. That, that's taken it into like, so if you've got, if you've got more knowledge about it, you'd understand like, so for example, microwaves, microwaves um, are, by, like if, if I just watt. said, yeah, if I just said microwave, it's not dangerous or, and it can be dangerous. It depends on like, so if I, so a phone, the microwaves that use, um, that are used on a mobile phone are less than one watt in a microwave. That's the power, the power of them in a, on a, in a microwave oven, you're talking 700 to 900 watts. So the power that's produced with it does add to it significantly, but that, that's, I guess if, if what I was trying to say was kind of like 5g 101, that's kind of 5g 102 <laughs> oh, and while I'm aware of it, I'm not. That's what I mean. I'm not as versed in, in sort of describing it properly. But yeah, you are right. Yeah. It, is, it is to do with it is to do with the power. Some, some yeah, I, I guess ionizing means it, it it's got powerful enough to interact with molecules and sort of break stuff apart. Yeah. And and so then the, the insinuation is because the wavelength and I think that the argument that anti five G people use is that the wavelength of five I don't know if this is correct, but I've just heard this argument that the wavelength is just coincidentally precisely the right size to effectively potentially do damage to dna right. so it's it's the same size as the width of a day and dna and, strand and which i don't is, know if that's bullshit or not but this is the thing this is the thing now this is this is the this is for me the killer in every argument to do with 5g 5g isn't a single thing 5g basically represents the technology the fifth generation of technology for mobile telecommunication and as I've said, that ranges from 700 megahertz, which is the same that broadcast TV uses, and that's been around for quite a long time, right the way up to 86 gigahertz. The UK for their 5G are currently using 700 megahertz, 3.6 gigahertz, and 3.5 gigahertz. What Japan are currently using are the same frequencies we use for 4G. What China are using is slightly different from ours. I can't remember the USA's off the top of my head. Now, the, the, with regards to the millimeter waves that you're talking about, that's right up the other end. But again, every country, so you know when you buy a mobile phone now, um, like even, even a 4G one, you will see, if you look on the box, if you've got your iPhone, and it will show probably about 30 different frequency bands that that phone can work on. 
And the reason for that is because, and this is less, this is 4G. So it's, it's the same principle. The reason for that is because Apple, for example, will make one phone and they only have to wait, make one phone that can work all over the world. So in all the different territories they sell, they just need, so I don't know if you guys remember, if you're old enough to remember BT, Cellnet and, and the like, and if you had, a, I think it was Vodafone and, and, and Cellnet phones, because they use the same frequency, you could share chips, but orange and one-to-one, you couldn't because they worked on another frequency. And you could oh, interchange. The chips that used to work in the evening for free. That was that was old school, yeah. <laughs> that was proper old school. But um, and that was the same thing. Now, um, because because um because generally one manufacturer is just gonna make one phone, as I said, they're gonna make sure that phone can work on all the different bands. So everyone can go and check this on their phone, um, in the instructions or on the back of the box, it will normally have all the bands, and there's probably about 30. Um, and that's just for 4G. So the new phones will have, and they also have the 3G bands because they still work on 3G and they also have the 2G bands. So you're probably looking at about 50 different frequencies that that phone works on. Although the UK probably uses four to six. And that's exactly the same as, five, as 5G. So when someone says 5G, what band are you talking about? What frequency? There's certain frequencies that 5G are using, what the UK are currently using that we know are safe. Like, and they're nowhere near the millimeter range. First, they're using Vodafone, are using the old um, re, uh, repackaged TV signals, and they're using 3.5 to 3.6. If, 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 if the, when we're watching channels one, two, three, and four, people weren't getting coronavirus. So how is it suddenly giving people coronavirus? <laughs> You know, none of this is none of this. None That's of the, the next stuff. question, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. That's the next question. It's like, <laughs> how the hell? And I've watched the videos. There's some really seemingly intelligent people yeah, yeah. talking about these kind of uh, cell responses to that, that, that look like viruses, but it's actually some kind of exuding of toxins and stuff. And, you, yeah. and you're watching, you think, God, this sounds plausible. Yeah. Then you realize yeah. these people are insane. This is it. But, and, um, and again, that's the thing, like, this, this, the, the whole thing, particularly with 5G, um, is nearly all the, all the fears, people start talking about these millimeter waves, these high frequencies, these, and again, I've asked the question to so many people, what country are currently using those? And if they're not, Japan has coronavirus. They're using the same frequencies for their 5G as we use for our 4G. Why didn't we get coronavirus when we were using those frequencies for the last 10 or so years? Mm. The thing is, why well, did the first major outbreak happen on a cruise ship which didn't have 5G on it? And Iran, which was one of the most affected hit countries, haven't done a 5G rollout. And South Korea was the first country to roll it out, but it came from China. And 5G is only present in five countries, and coronavirus is present in like a hundred or something. Wow. This is... what, what this is really, in reality, is just a fairly convenient conspiracy theory which also ties into the general dislike of the chinese government and the huawei company yeah so th this is just the next evolution in the anti-huawei sort of agenda that most governments and people have yeah, yeah. yeah I agree it's, with it's, that. it's a shame that huawei aren't a publicly traded company otherwise it'd be a good time to, to get on that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, can I just say one of the most nuts um, things that I've heard? Um, that the coronavirus is a, what was it? The coronavirus is basically 
fake and it's just been put out there so people don't have to so the government just basically to stop the government moving forward with brexit <laughs> and i had what? to remind that person that totally this is That's global <laughs> this is global this isn't a uk-based issue wow. like try and think outside you know sort of thing outside the box a little um but and yeah I thought it's, I was crazy. yeah this is this is just a distraction from brexit the, the other one that I've heard a lot coming out in the last couple of days is that this is like a a, a new movement to like have everyone on lockdown permanently. You want to yeah. stop people in the house all the time. And whenever I hear that, I always just think like, does, does no one understand how economics work? Like you have to have a productive society in order to generate money so that you can then tax those people and then provide income for those that are serving the government including government employees, right? So if no one's being productive, no one's paying tax, if no one's paying, paying tax, your government falls apart. So, and, and then there's no one left. I mean, who benefits? That, that's what you ask. You should always ask, who benefits from this conspiracy? Who benefits from child, spreading coronavirus? Yeah, but, I mean, even, even China doesn't benefit from trying to destroy the world with coronavirus. No, Nobody benefits from locking everyone in their houses because the economies fail. You know, so, all these conspiracies fall apart when you ask that question, right? The the one with China is that they're saying because because China's uh, kind of over most of their um, coronavirus issues now. And actually, um, I had to, I had a conversation with someone who has family living in China. They only moved over here from China um, last year, um, and they told me that the Chinese government were very very strict. Uh, their family's from Beijing, and everyone doesn't matter if you're a multi multi-millionaire everyone lives in apartments in beijing so you have people monitoring each apartment block one person from each household is allowed out for shopping only each day doesn't matter if you if you've got 10 people living in an apartment only one of you leaving um so they they got it over and done within like 12 weeks i think um and and the way that these people that have these conspiracy theories formed is that you know they've they've brought the global economy to their knees and they're back up and running, ready to go. So whilst all these other countries are, you know, unable to do anything for themselves, China, meanwhile, is back up, ready to go, selling everyone, everything to everyone. And the, the other thing to bear in mind is that, obviously, our government is doing a lot of handouts at the minute, right? Like handing out money to, to people on furlough and uh, giving, giving benefits to people that have been, um, that their businesses are struggling. That, that money doesn't just grow on trees. And whilst they're, they're going to reclaim that money through future taxes, they have to get hold of that money somewhere now. And oftentimes they borrow it from other countries. And a lot of com countries, especially America, for example, they borrow a ton of money from China. Yeah. Um, in fact, China uh, lent a lot of money to some uh, African countries on the promise that they could um, uh, get access to certain parts of land so they could uh, like mine for minerals and whatnot. Um, it, it's clever. They do do stuff like that, but it's it's mad to think that they would kill tens, and tens of thousands of their own people. Is that what and they call co collateral damage or something like that? <laughs> Friendly yes, fire. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, in, in pharmaceuticals, I believe it's generally just the cost of doing business. <laughs> a lot of um, uh, pharmaceutical companies produce drugs that will kill tens of thousands of people at times, potentially. Um, and then they'll they'll get a fine, but as long as they calculate that their income exceeds the amount that they're fined, they're, they're okay to roll it out regardless. Whoever but, comes up with the vaccine is going to be the big winner, and I'm sure it's going to be Russia. 
Anyway. Yeah, did, did you hear that? Um, what was it that there was a company in Germany? Um, I can't remember whether they got very close to developing the vaccine or the antigen test, but um, Trump tried to buy the factory, um, basically, in order to control the supply and obviously then jack up the price. And Germany told him no, basically. But this, this, these little stories don't make the headlines anymore because this guy does so many crazy things that you don't hear about the little crazy things he does. But that one, I found particularly terrible, really, the fact that they would try and use this as a commercial enterprise, which isn't surprising, I guess, but it's, yeah. it's horrible. So one of, one of the other Trump things is that... Um, I'm, I'm, Kieran, help me out here. Yeah, hydrochloroquine. Sorry, one sec. One sec. Oh Sorry. my God! Oh, yeah, could you just bring the, the mics from your just slightly further away? Oh, Matt, Alfie, is, are you the one doing the porno breathing down down the mic? <laughs> is that you, huh? Was turning me on actually. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, Trump basically threatened India that he would impose oh, trade sanctions. Yeah, yeah. If they didn't export hydrochloroquine to, to the US, what? even though there's no scientific evidence backing hydrochloroquine as a treatment for COVID 19. I love the wow. fact on his news pre press conference, he said, Take it, what you've got to lose. And I can tell you what you've got to lose, and that's kidney function, because <laughs> this is actually killing, it's killing people. And there's a whole bunch of people now in Nigeria, and because Nigeria, I don't know, maybe if you're a Nigerian and you see the president of the free world, giving this kind of advice out you probably think well oh, well he's a smart man he knows what he's talking about and they've all been taking it like crazy for some reason in nigeria maybe they've got a supply of it or something and people are in hospital a lot of people are in hospital with kidney function failure basically it's terrible i mean the tonic the drink the fizzy drink because people in bulgaria someone started a rumor that like it actually helps you it has something in it in the actual drink and in tonic water tonic like crazy. Oh, I bet Schweppes started that rumor. <laughs> Schweppes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Schweppes. Yeah. Um, so the the uh, conspiracy about the heavy breather is um, solved. That one's now yeah. debunked. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Jay? Um, I'm just. Uh, I was, yeah, I was just on. looking at a Trump tweet before we before we move on. It says uh, hydrochloroquine and. I can't even pronounce that, Kieran. I don't know if you can read that. But Jesus Christ, what, what the hell is that? You got it? Come on, Gabs, help me out here. I'm illiterate. She's frozen again. Anyway, uh, taken together, have a real chance to, to be one of the biggest game changers in the history of medicine. The FDA has moved mountains, thank you. Hopefully they will both uh, uh, come to a, a, an immediate resolution on this. So Trump is basically saying this is scientifically proven it you know it, it it works wonders and everyone else is saying you're a fucking idiot yeah. the best one i heard trump say was his uncle um worked in the area of like medicine or something like that so that mean and and then he's and then he was like yeah and i know a lot about this stuff maybe it runs in the family to sort of insinuate that <laughs> that is kind of something that's passed down through genetics like your knowledge of this particular area i was like this guy um but saying that one of the other things i looked at today were the confirmed cases to the amount of people who have died 
and the UK's is surprisingly high. Um, from I think within the top ten countries, I think we're eighth uh, most in, uh, affected country, but we have the second highest uh, confirmed cases to death ratio. But you know they're only reporting the deaths in the hospital. If you die at home from it, they're not including that in their figures. Okay. Who died at that, home? that also goes the other way, though, because if people die of something that they were going to die of anyway, like cancer or heart attack, and they happen to have the COVID virus in their system, right. then they get yeah. counted as COVID as well. Sure, yeah. There was a, there was a guy who I actually I read that he had a motor neuro disease. He was given two years to live three years ago, and the headline was 42-year-old man dies of COVID-19. I was like, he was living on borrowed time anyway. Not to be disrespectful to the dead, but my man, your time was up. You should have punched out a year ago. But doesn't it make you lot scared to go outside? Because I'm literally scared to even go to the shop now. Sabrina, I'm driving with my roof down. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I've just got to go and rescue my wife from the spider. I'm really enjoying this conversation. I'm just going to nip back. I'll, I'll be back in a minute. Thanks. You, you see that, guys? That is a modern day hero. Like, <laughs> but um, you, you I, really? What, so you're not worried about catching it, Louis? Listen, right, I work with kids. Okay? Every other week, I'm getting some kind of cough, sniffle, whatever. I'm getting it all the time from these kids, right? My immune system is trash. I've been coughing for three weeks straight. With no progress, it only happens at night. Ask Denny, right? Yeah. We right? Eight o'clock, nine o'clock comes. I start coughing. Right? First thing in the morning, I'm all good. Right? I'm not, and I'm sitting there going, I know I don't have COVID nineteen. I've got some kind of chest infection. I'll be fine. I'm not going to go to the doctors, and I'll tell you why I'm not going to go to the doctors. Because yeah. every other asshole that does have COVID nineteen is not listening to the doctors, and they're rushing to the GP to go, I'm sick. Save me. Save me. <laughs> Coffee yeah. in the place. I ain't going there. Screw that. Yeah. And what about all that stuff about some people are saying it's airborne, other people are saying the mask, wearing a mask doesn't make a difference. Okay, so there's there's one or two masks that work, and uh, someone was knows someone who who has more information on it, maybe listening in. I don't know, but um, I think the N95, N97 masks, yeah, so... they have to be specially fitted to your face. They have to be me- you have to have your face measured up so that they get fitted to you. Otherwise, if you just have like a standard mask that you can buy from a hardware store, they, they don't form a tight seal around your face. So anything that you're breathing in, let's say if someone coughs in your direction, that mask is not going to stop that cough from getting into your like into your nose and mouth. Um, so, so with regards to the mask, there's a few reasons and like there's some of the science has recently changed. Um, they're, they're, they're talking about change, but there's a couple of reasons they were kind of trying to push not to wear masks, first of all. They never really actually said, don't wear masks, they're not going to work. They always kind of suggested. And one of the reasons was they didn't want people, people were idiots. They saw what people were doing with toilet roll. They knew there was already short supply. So they didn't want people rushing out and buying them. And then the first responders, your people on the front line, your nurses, your doctors, they wouldn't have enough. The other thing is, just from a basic, from a basic um, non-scientific understanding, if I've got that mask on my face and I cough, that mask, even if it's not tightly fitted, is going to catch a hell of a lot of 
the stuff that would be released from my mouth. It's not going to catch all of it. You can also catch COVID-19. Well, again, this is one of the kind of things that they believe is the case, but hasn't been thoroughly tested enough. Um, underneath your eyes, you have receptors and you, you're supposed to be able to catch it through that as well. Hence the reason don't be touching your face and all of that. So having a mask here, no, it's not going to make you 100% safe. As Lewis was saying, there are certain masks that have classifications that are that like the N95s and there's a, I think, I can't remember the name of the other one, um, but they actually have a filtration system in them. Um, that And the way they're made, they sort of capture things and things sort of stick to them. Um, so it's, it's a yes and no thing at the end of the day. Like at the end of the day, if someone just from a basic, basic level, if I've got a mask on and I cough as much crap ain't coming out of my mouth as if I didn't have that mask on um, and the same vice versa. Um, but is it going to save you? Is it going to make you, um, if it, is it going to make you, if it makes you feel safer as well, then even from a sort of placebo effect, is it worth it? If you want to feel comfortable at the end of the day, I think as long as you're applying the rules that they're suggesting, um, like staying indoors, only going out if you, if you really need to, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then when you go out, you put on a mask and you do whatever, um, you know, as long as you're not keeping the same mask over and over again, then I don't really see no harm in it. Like, it makes you feel more comfortable and you need to get on with certain tasks anyway. Do you know what I don't feel comfortable with, though, Dan? What? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable seeing a man ride down the road on his bike, yeah, or, or sitting on his own in his car wearing a mask. What are you doing, bruv? Oh, I know. Oh, God. Like you... me as well. It's like a fashion statement. It's a, why are you wearing it on your own in the car? I said that and all. Yeah. And you, do you know? Do you know the best one? Yeah, you see someone right. They'll, they'll like they'll take their mask off and put it on top of their head. Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm sitting. Like, why are you doing this? Like, you, first of all, you're wearing a mask that actually doesn't work. Second of all, you're you're riding a bike down the street on your own. When we're saying it's airborne, we don't mean it's in every square foot of cubic square foot of air on the planet. It's traveling from one person's mouth to another. Like, hence the guidelines to stay further away from each other. Just just act like everyone you know has halitosis and stay a few feet away. Yeah, you'll be alright. But Sabrina, to tell the truth, how what you're talking about about being scared to go out your house. Luckily, where I live, it's quite quiet. Um, but when I go into my local shops, I am acting like Neo at the Matrix. I'm trying to dodge people. Like, like I'm not trying to be too close. And I, you know what? It's, you know the ones like normally I'll be like, I might be concerned about, oh, like, I don't want to be too, I don't want to offend someone. So I'll just put up with it. It's only a couple of seconds. But at the moment I'm like, nope, get back. <laughs> so um, I'm not trying to be too, you know, go too over the top, but, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Uh, I've got a question for the group real, real quick. Um, we, we've all seen bullshit stuff. You, that, you that just went fuzzy shit. there, I didn't hear. Sorry, we, we've all seen stories online that aren't, are clearly like nonsense. We've seen fake news and stuff. How, uh, how often do we just scroll past it and go, oh yeah, that's BS and don't actually call the person out on it? I try to... Well, I'm fed up of calling people out. Sabrina don't want to hear your shit. I don't see anything for it. Yeah, I feel sorry. the same. Sorry, I didn't hear you, Jen. Sorry. No, so I feel the same. I, I, I was saying a few things and then... But do you know what I normally do? What I normally do, rather than get into a conversation, I'll normally go to one of the fact-checking sites and just post a link. 
Um, but lately, to tell the truth, I've been also using it as a good excuse for Facebook clear out. So if I see stuff that's too outrageous, I'm just like, delete. Okay. Yeah, since Brexit and since all this coronavirus stuff, I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing the same thing. I went from 250 friends to, I think I'm down to 70 now. Oh, wow. Based on that, based on doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. I'm curious, although not to not to digress too much. Are you you telling me you got rid of friends over Brexit? Yeah. W which way did you vote, my friend? <laughs> I, I voted uh, to get the hell out of Europe. I'm joking. I'm joking. I voted to remain. Oh. Right. Do you know how to kick this guy out of the convo? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the thing is to tell the truth, like I did as well, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a matter of. It wasn't a matter of what you. What you voted. It was more, the stuff you're sharing about it. It's yeah, like no, you, you voted leave. You voted remain. Cool. It don't have to be the same as me. But... Oh no, I get it. I get yeah, it. It's I just, really do. Some people I... just take it to the next levels. And and to be honest, um, absolutely, the 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 remain guys have been very ungracious in defeat, and it's been really bad to to watch, isn't it? Really, it's it's been quite disheartening. Mm. Um, and I'm very much uh, uh, of the opinion, you know, democracy yeah. is what it is, right? Yeah. And so let's yeah. crack on with it. Um, but you know, I think everyone's just been a bit of an arsehole in that <laughs> in that whole argument, <laughs> frankly. Yeah, no. no I'll, I'll, so what what I found was um, it started bringing out, and not to obviously go into Brexit, but um, just xenophobic <laughs> stuff. Sorry, sorry. I'm okay. I'm okay with the topic. We can. I only voted. <laughs> I only voted to leave because I was going to get rid of NASCAR. I voted for men. No, it was just it was just when I started seeing like xenophobic stuff and things that I was just like, okay, have a nice day. I don't need to like delete. Yeah. Plus, plus, I like to try and have as much control over the algorithms as possible oh. on Facebook. So I like to just do things to play around with it as well, just to mess things up. Um, mm. But yeah, they they uh, yeah. yeah. I've I've been doing think, the same. I think over I this. don't like all that jingoism and nationalism and and you know all that stuff started to come out with yeah. people and yeah. i don't mind people voting to leave europe that's fine there was various economic arguments for doing it i get that but when your only argument is that you don't like the guy who runs the corner shop then yeah. sorry <laughs> mate you know i don't want to be your facebook friend yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. so um I was, just, I was just thinking of uh, another bit of uh, weird stuff i read in the news going back to COVID 19 uh, and actually shared this uh, just yesterday. Uh, the Israeli health minister, he he basically went out and said that COVID nineteen is the, the a punishment upon the world for homosexuality. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. and um, the headline, I don't know if you guys can see it. Dun, dun, dun. He tested positive for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call karma. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> If you go on that website where it gives you the daily numbers and stuff, yeah. Israel literally is so consistent on their daily numbers. I was like, are they actually copied the number from the day before? On the day before, <laughs> like, is it the same number of people dying every day? Copy That's and so paste. Number of people, hundreds and thirty-five or something like that every day. I think. Every day, Nasca, are you so so for anyone that doesn't know, Nasca is very good at doing research. <laughs> She's uh, she's she, if there's a website that she can search and get data on, she will do it. 
So I, I think we should put NASCAR in charge of like no, no. <laughs> finding out what's going on. Um, but yeah, it's like I've I've uh, go, going back to to the point about like uh, people sharing stuff that's that's not been fact checked or or stuff that's nonsense. I, I I personally feel like we as you know informed people have an obligation to to tell people that aren't only because even if you look at um in, in, like apparently I, and I don't even know I need to check before I even say it or I should um people have been setting fire to to like um phone masts yeah that's right? true uh, mobile, yeah. mobile masts now if if that's true right people are taking bullshit information. And then going and, um, and using that information to break the law, and you're like not helping to prevent that. And unfortunately, like there's there's a global supply, a healthy global supply of fucking idiots, <laughs> and there's not much like they don't need much to go on. Like even if you look in America, like Trump won. And then you get all these morons walking around going, "This is America. We're making America great again. Get the fuck out of our country." And it's, mm. From from what from you got a new president? Um, uh, how did you go from this to this? It, there's there's no logical link, um, and and you get this this stuff like I know there's this guy I can't for the life of me remember his name. He done that uh, two and a half hour live chat, uh, and it was David streamed. Ike. David Ike, and he was ranting about five G, and you know, uh, uh, YouTube took him down, right? Yeah, and people were cussing, saying, "Oh, he should be allowed to say it. He should be allowed to say it." Um, you know, we've got freedom of speech in particular in America, they have freedom of speech. But even I'm like, Americans don't understand their laws because freedom of speech does not extend to um, like inciting uh, crime. Yeah. So if you say something that leads to someone committing a crime, you are also responsible for that crime. David Icke is a fucking moron because he's encouraging people to go out and break the law. So same way, like if, if you're happy for someone to say non-scientific bollocks and, and leave it be, Fine. You should also be happy for them to say something that's xenophobic or homophobic or whatever, and just and just leave it be as well. I don't. I I generally don't think anyone that I know would happily sit there while someone's saying something that's racist on their Facebook stream without taking some kind of action so, against. Them. I'll tell you what it is for me. In fact, with regards to the five G stuff, I have been. Um, particularly since the whole five G cause the um, coronavirus. Since that, I have been sort of proactively putting stuff on my Facebook sort of profile. And I'm not pro 5G. I'm just like, this is, these, these, are, these are facts. Like everyone's entitled to an opinion, but there's also objectionable like, truths as well. Like your opinion can actually be proven wrong on occasion. Um, and so with regards to that, I have, with regards to every time I see something, I just don't, that's not what I go on for. It's not what I go on. It's not what I go on social media for. It's not what I want my social media for, um, to just end up speaking to people that, for the most part, I would walk away from. Like I would disassociate myself with them if they were like, if I if I saw that opinion on them or they were talking about that in real life, I would distance myself from them. Like I wouldn't stand there and and then there's levels. You know what I mean? If it's someone I I know, you would have that conversation. But if if it's like someone who's just, you know. I don't know, just saying some really silly stuff about 5G. Like, I'm not going to entertain it. Like, and it's the same with social media. I'm not going to spend my time on social media. If I've gone on to say happy birthday to someone, then have to spend an hour trying to fact check people and doing things like that. It's like, I just don't use it for that, unfortunately. 
I do get what you're saying. I do, and I do, I do. Um, you know, there's. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Since this, since um, since uh, this this uh, coronavirus thing has started, um, the amount of times I've written, started writing a comment and just deleted it and just thought, no, Denny, don't get involved. It's probably been in the tens of times. And I just have to say, I can't like, it's, it's just too time consuming. Didn't stop you commenting on my video, which I thought was really funny. Oh, I was trolling you, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> I was trolling I you. Really <laughs> I deleted so, it as well. Can I ask you guys, so how, do you... how do you all know each other? Because I'm, I'm obviously a government plant. But how do you guys know each other? <laughs> oh, nice. So I know... Lewis, originally through Taekwondo, so my uncle teaches, and that's sort of Lewis's uh, original teacher. Um, So that's going back 15, how old? I must have been late. About 20 years. Yeah. Sabrina, um, similar sort of time. Uh, That's guest, sorry, guest who isn't muted. (laughs) Um, Unmuted guest. That's Sabrina. I've known her for about a similar sort of time. And I actually went to college with her older sister and she joined the crew when she was allowed out of her house and um, just hasn't left. <laughs> okay, that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Al- Alfie sends his kids to my club and Nasca used to send her, her son to my club as well. Oh. Oh, I, I only know Alfie here. Alfie and me go way back. Well, that's all right then, because you know two less dickheads. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> you, Lewis. It's, it's all about self-deprecation. And let's be honest, we all know Denny's a bit of a dickhead as well. Only on Mondays and Wednesdays I've said this. <laughs> so right. so when all this when all this settles, how do you think how do you think our lives will change? Because I guess we it won't go back to normal, right? Because the threat of this coming back will always be there. Do you think it'll limit travel? Do you I, think, you know, you know? I don't know, man. I mean, what I'm really hoping for is that um, I'm really hoping, I've seen a few articles about this, but I really want to see more about this, that there will be a lot of scientific study of the air quality and the effect on the environment and the effect on the upper atmosphere and, you know, the drop in nasty chemicals that are coming out of planes and, and, and cars and everything else. And I, I want to hear about that. And I would hope that that, that would have a, an effect on our, our traveling. You know, I mean, Alfie and I work for the same company. And, you know, at a drop of a hat, they'll say, oh, yeah, fly over to America for a one-day meeting. And you have to go. And, you know, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. You know, and, and we burn all these fossil fuels to sit in a room together in a, in a foreign country. And, and for what? And so what I, what I want to see come out of this is not, nothing to do with like the health of people, but just a change of attitude with things like travel. Um, I want to see I want to see the positive effect this has had on the environment because this is uh, this is crazy. Think about it: all the travel that's just stopped dead. This is like the most perfect, amazing experiment you could ever imagine. I really hope someone's using that data, right? Yeah. Well, I, I was actually thinking the other day about that girl Greta. She must be really happy now. That's a new con- that's a good conspiracy. <laughs> that's a good one. Um just so- I'm gonna be more realistic. 
after I've had a really big party for about three days, um, I'm just going to avoid anyone coughing in public, just in case. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I So, yeah. just going back to um, what the plant has said, I live in West <laughs> London, um, just off, uh, not but close to Heathrow, um, not too far from <laughs> not too far yeah. from the motorway um and i saw rabbits i've lived here for three years and i've never seen rabbits so obviously you know they, they haven't decided to 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 just move here during this time but i'd never seen rabbits um and there was like a field that i go past regularly um and there was just like probably about six rabbits just chilling but and dude, they breed like rabbits. Come on. <laughs> they do. It wasn't nighttime either. This was probably, well, it was maybe six, seven-ish. Um, so even that, um, and then, although a lot of the stories have been fake news with regards to animals coming out and, you know, swans in Venice and all this kind of stuff. Um, just see it. And there's, they have, that's been mixed with some stories that have been real, like just uh, wild dogs and stuff just chilling in uh, the streets of San Francisco. Um <laughs> That was nice to see. And again, it kind of did make me think um, just the, the sort of change in uh, the, 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 or the, the, less, the lesser human activity and the impact that that can have. Hopefully we can kind of appreciate that and try and stick to it a little bit. Yeah. When, when do you think the lockdown's going to end? Because some Next people week. was, do you think? No. What? No, because they were saying they were going to send children back to school after Easter. And I was like, what? Mm. Well, I think there's been some study or something saying that the, the effect on the spread of the virus having children in school isn't as great as they thought it would be. And obviously the negative impact on on families and people that can't work or can't, more importantly, can't go and prop up the NHS um, it, it is quite significant. So now I think they're saying, yeah, they, they might go back to school maybe you know, every other year, you know what I mean? Just do every other week and do year by year or something. Mm. Um, and, but I heard it might be sort of May, June sort of time. Um, but, some yeah. school, uh, weird enough, uh, there's a, a guy that I follow on Instagram is a UFC fighter. Um, he, he just got a, a phone call or a, an email, sorry, today from his kid's school. They go, to, he, like three kids go to different schools in Washington and all of them have been told you kids ain't going back to school till September. Oh wow! I think oh, wow. each each country is going to deal with it differently. Yeah. Um, it just kind of depends on on how how quickly our numbers start to drop off. And unfortunately, as Nasca pointed out, because we're not getting confirmed like resolutions to cases where people are actually being reported as recovered, that might mean it takes longer for that to happen. But have mm -hmm. you noticed how strong the pound is? I was pleasantly surprised. Oh. It's yes. Yes. It's one. What wow. is that to euro? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's coming up. And it's consistent for the last week or so. So is that one thirteen, one fourteen? That's that's because so many European countries are doing even worse than us. Even uh... yeah, we we do well to get the hell out of Europe now. To be honest, um, we're we're kind of tethered to a sinking ship at this moment, and I think having some independence at this point in time would be a very big positive. So, so to that, Mr. Government Plant, and to Denny, I also say <laughs> you're welcome. 
me voting for Brexit and NASCAR, I think, voted to leave as well. So, so okay. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, guys. We're well, very it's happy. Chris, by the way. I couldn't change it after oh, I, I oh, made okay. my joke. No <laughs> Sorry. There was, when, 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 when your name came up, when you knocked, I did a check with the room if we waited to let in the government undercover plan. <laughs> Everyone Alice was like, yeah. It was me. Okay. <laughs> yeah um, in, in, well, my goddaughter's at uni and um, they've been told it, that it's not going to happen. This term is, is completely written off and oh, wow. she's, a, she's a vet. So, uh, mm. you know, and they're lending equipment to the NHS. So that's their stance. So either they have to backtrack and like redo the term or just not know how to do kidneys on certain animals. <laughs> it was only the giraffe, the giraffe term. Yeah. Like, no one cares about giraffes. Yeah. giraffes. I do. But I mean, there's obviously there's going to be uh, a lot of changes that, that have kind of been set off, even like minimum, like small ones. Like for example, they increased the um, contactless uh, limit up to 45 pounds, which is like a small thing, but it, it makes it an impact on people's day-to-day life um there's there's i would like to say they'll have a positive impact on us as a society if you look like historically when bad things happen we tend to pull together a bit more um like after 9-11 there's like a sense of solidarity around new york like firefighters and stuff are like considered heroes all, all throughout the city and stuff so it'd be nice if we actually spent a decent amount of time giving some recognition to nhs staff Mm. um and and maybe uh, as a as a country in particular in the uk kind of demanded a little bit more accountability from our government because whilst what Mm. they're doing now might seem like they're helping us they've already dropped hints that they'll be screwing us over around the corner oh yeah yeah you know know, the tories this this must the tories must i'm sorry to be political here but i'm not i'm not a fan of tories i'm basically the only labor voter in my town (laughs) i think but um basically you know, when I when I hear all these Tory voters around my area all clapping the NHS, I just think, you know, you could have done more for the NHS by not voting exactly. for Conservative buggers. So, anyway, I almost know. wrote a post today in response to someone. Again, I got wrote it and then I just deleted it because I just I just don't want to spend the time. Um, but this is my kind of take on that, um, and this is just kind of adding with what you said. In the last, let's say, three years, the government have or. Uh, Boris Johnson, as a figurehead for um, Leave, has presided over uh, a narrative that expert advice shouldn't be listened to. (laughs) They've also presided over underfunding of the NHS. We're in the circumstance we're in now, and we want people to listen to expert advice, and we need the NHS. And they're two things that are massively suffering. Like you've got a lot yeah. of people not taking advice from experts and the NHS is in the situation it's in. So again, they're still, they're still slowly killing the NHS even now because the NHS are still having to pay private hospitals for beds. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not True. like the private hospitals like, oh, that, we're all in it together, private hospital, I'm going to give, I'm going to give the beds away for free or a discounted price. No, they're, they're having to pay millions to private hospitals just to use their beds. Right, and the, and the Tories are letting this happen because it's slowly bleeding the NHS to death. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it really infuriates me. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's the same with with the whole uh, 
I did actually delete a few people as well. <laughs> just because, <laughs> you know what it was? It wasn't, it was a lot of people writing like, if you want this person, if you want, uh, Bob, if you don't want Boris Johnson to recover, then da, 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 and all this. And I was like, I was just like, I haven't got time for that kind of talk. Like, mm. no one's wishing death on anyone, but at the same time, I'm not going to no. clap for him. The two uh, no, I'm can not clap for him. Yeah, they're not. They, you know, if I'm not going to clap for someone, that doesn't mean I want someone to pass away. Do you know what the, the thing is as well? For 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 a man of such high intelligence, he's a bit of a retard. I mean, <laughs> like, two and a half weeks ago, he was giving press statements saying that he was visiting hospitals and shaking hands with doctors yeah. and workers and stuff like that. Still, you're asking for it. You're asking for it. I'm. I'm obviously I don't. I don't want the guy to die or whatever. But I'm. I'm glad he got it. And the the only negative thing about him getting it is that he's going to get some sympathy votes out of it, and he's going to be oh you know he's the commander in chief at at the helm, and you know he's he's put himself in the line of fire for us. No no no, you're a monk. You don't have to go visit hospitals, and even if you do go visit hospitals, you don't have to shake hands with doctors. You could wear wear a mask. Trump's just as bad as well, telling everyone yeah yeah you can wear a mask, but I'm not going to. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm, the, you the, know uh, his approach to Brexit, get Brexit done. I think he was trying to do something similar. Maybe he was actually trying to catch it and <laughs> recover from it, and then just say, "This is it, done and dusted." And so I think now the quicker he recovers, the quicker economy is gonna be back in in action. Well, yeah, you're right. Actually, I suppose you know from his point of view, if he caught it. And recovered quickly there's a political message there if you caught it and got seriously ill there's a political message there too isn't it mm. um either way he wins yeah. mm. which which that's a good I, conspiracy i'll stick with that one yeah <laughs> oh dear it's uh We're yeah it's, it's, an hour and a half a, we've just gone over yeah. an hour and a half now all right shut it off man i'm going to sleep <laughs> <laughs> cool uh, but yeah, I think uh, that there's there's obviously a lot more talk to be had on it. Um, is it, it is an interesting time? Is it's it's going to be one of those things that when you got grandkids, you'll be sitting around with them going, "Let's let's I'll tell you guys what happened in 2020." But I was thinking the same about the Brexit. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I I tell you a little thing. Uh, in I think it was 1990 or 1991, my dad woke me up in the middle of the night. Maybe it was later than that. Uh, took me to Windsor to watch Windsor Castle burning down. Oh yeah, me too. And he he, he was like, you you you'll be teaching your your kids will be learning about this in history lesson. Obviously not, Dad. Obviously not. The <laughs> castle didn't burn down. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Windsor uh, it, Castle it's like, burning down, burning down. Might have a song is, about it. But the, the other thing in, in terms of just, uh, obviously, we, we actually released a, an episode. I think you released it yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, on uh, on finance and stuff. And obviously, th this is going to lead to a 2009 level recession. Mm. Um, if you just think oh, about Lewis. How... Yes. Yes. Finance. Alfred. Yes. So if you want a conspiracy theory, have you seen yeah. how many CEOs have resigned since the end of last year and the beginning of this year. Lots. If, if you, um, gosh, where was I reading it? Uh, I don't know if it was Bloomberg or Reuters, but they've got a list of CEOs who, who've resigned and it's extensive, but obviously I don't know 
if that's comparative to previous years or whether it just happens to be in that time, but it just just popped in my head when you mentioned finals. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I've heard that. But the the thing is, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. I mean... <sighs> I could just be getting out because they know Trump's running the economy into the ground. That's probably more likely mm -hmm. reason that the CEOs are just cashing in and getting out. Yeah, uh, look, yeah. it can be that. I mean, do you know... Um, uh, even like Tesla, their share price, when uh, I think I mentioned before, uh, Elon Musk was smoking weed on the Joe Rogan podcast and <laughs> Tesla's share price went down quite significantly that same week. The, the general consensus was that it's because he smoked weed. However, that, that same week, his um, CFO resigned after only being in charge for a month. So if your chief financial officer steps in, has a look at what's going on and says, screw this, I'm jumping ship before it sinks, that sets a, a, a bad tone, which obviously has a negative impact on your share price. There's, And having said that, obviously, the more time goes on, Tesla's share price just keeps on going up for, up and up and up. And it's because they're, they've got a very good business model of taking large, large deposits that help them fund their um, their infrastructure uh, and not really have to deliver until later on. And because they've got these large deposits, they're able to show a decent amount of capital holdings, which then allows them to borrow more. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at this as like, where are we going to be in nine months, in one year? Where can I put my money to make sure that I'm, I'm actually going to like be better off for this? Because although I'm like, you know, working class guy, um, I'm, I'm quite aware that people with money are looking at this like, okay, we've got opportunities now. What can we do with it? Um, and, and, you know, that's what happened in, in 2009. Even if you think like after the last serious financial crisis where house prices fell, how many people that had, you know, access to, to borrowing, had access to money, suddenly just went out buying buying up houses that were a massive reduction because the market had collapsed? It was full of cash buyers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do you think the market's going to crash this time around? Everyone's saying it might do. But. I don't think house I don't think the housing market is going to crash. I think it will take a dip, five ten percent, depending on whereabouts in the country. Um, you you can't have long periods of of you know almost zero productivity in a country without it affecting every aspect of the market. Mm. Um, especially like people that have, there's there's a lot of people that have either been furloughed who are already be, like on a hundred percent income they'd be struggling to pay their bills monthly on 80% income. They're, they're not, they're just not going to be able to do it. Um, and although they'll take the payment holiday, the interest gets added on your monthly mortgage payments, then go up. They're then going to struggle to afford to, to, to fund it after that. And then you've got, there's been huge amounts of redundancies been handed out by, by companies that obviously didn't see this coming and aren't cash rich enough to sustain themselves. And it's mad to think because as a, as a society, we like the 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 more financially astute people tell everyone you should have an emergency fund. You should have money sitting that you can access if and when there's an emergency. However, some of the biggest companies that operate in the UK don't have an emergency fund. They're sitting there going, we, we've been shut for a week. We need to fire people. How does that work? How, what kind of level of stupidity are we operating at? Or naivety even, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I like, I like to rant about this stuff. I apologize. No, I find it really interesting because I, I think, you know, 
it's difficult nowadays. Most people, what, what, I can't remember the expression. They, uh, cut, I can't, I won't even try to remember the expression, but, but basically, you know, they, they live to their means exactly. You, know, you earn an amount. Yeah. You, you earn what you earn and, and you spend to that amount. And not many people actually have the luxury of putting money away. Because really, they're just yeah, hand to mouth. Really, and you can be hand to mouth at the lowest end of the financial spectrum or the highest end. Yeah. You could be having your Ferrari payments and everything else, but at the end of the month, you've got zero in the bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think people are too used to living that way nowadays. Yeah, when I was um, when I was working for a bank, um, I'd interview clients. In particular, when I was working in Putney, um, I'd see clients who had you know two million, three million pound properties. And regularly six, seven thousand pounds in their overdraft, paying silly amounts of money in overdraft fees, and they were literally unable to to get themselves out of it until you sat down and broke down, okay, what do you spend your money on each month? Okay, you're spending two grand a month on a car payment. Do you really need to have that car in particular? Um, you know, they're they're still buying bloody Christian Louboutin shoes and stuff like that just because that's the lifestyle that they're used to and they're not willing to compromise on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. We, and I think we as a, as a country, are especially um, uh, amongst, I'm sure NASCAR might, might be able to give a little insight on the culture in other countries, obviously being Bulgarian. I, I think we're a bit unique in, in that. We're today lot... though, 20 years in the UK today. Oh, oh anniversary day. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Time, time to go home, Nesca. No, this is home. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of like you know the, the culture in Bulgaria and stuff, I'm I'm sure there's there's a lot less borrowing that goes on uh, over there than than there is here, no? Yeah, the banks here they're very generous in UK. I think people literally can go and get credit cards and everything. I don't get it. Yeah. In Bulgaria, very. Uh... We are a very borrowing culture. Yeah. And for anyone yeah. who uh, is interested further in that, um, there, we have a couple of episodes where we do discuss finance. Um, so uh, feel free to go through our back catalogue and follow us. <laughs> indeed. indeed. But, uh, but yeah, as for, for me, I think I'm, I'm going to have to, to to check out. So I think we'll probably call it call it a wrap for tonight. Okay. Very okay. Uh, nice talking to you. Thank you very much. Take care. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thanks for having you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Before we leave, at the end of every episode, me and Danny do a throwback. Okay. And this is just like a recommendation to our listeners a a song and a movie that we would. You're going to sing. No, no, we're not going to sing. We're (laughs) going to recommend a song and a movie. Right. For people to, to go and watch. Obviously, like while we're on lockdown as well, these are things that you can actually go and do. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'll start it off. Give you guys some time to think. Let Denny go second. Just think of any. It can be any song, any movie, whatever you want. It doesn't have to be related to anything. You can, you can, you can go wild with it. Um, so, uh, my throwback movie is actually going to be one that I watched today, and I will say it proudly. I watched Beauty and the Beast. People, like, <laughs> it was good. the night. What is it? Nineteen ninety-five version. That the the animated one. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll recommend it. I'm, I'm a big fan of Disney movies. I like the whole innocence of them. They're good. They're good. Um, and my uh, throwback song is going to be, and this is an old one. 
I don't, I'm hoping I haven't already recommended it. Denny will tell me if I have. Long Tall Sally by so. Little Richard. Oh, uh, well, maybe it. you did. If I well, I'll check on our playlist yeah. while we while we go around, and if so, I'll come. I got another one. Don't worry. All right. Yeah. All right I'll, I'll do mine. My throwback song. Um, I've just thought of. I didn't come prepared, but just thinking of the last part of our conversation with regards to the finance, it's going to be um, "Man in the Mirror," Michael Jackson. So just take the time. Take a do you know little what? reflection. Danny, yeah. Check, check this out. Yeah, this is my search history. This is what I was listening to today, in the morning. Uh, Oh shit, man in the room with Michael Jackson, jokes. Yes. <laughs> we spend far too team, much, we spend far too much time together. Um it's because I've been inside you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's my throwback song. And my throwback film, um, it's not even that much of a throwback, but it's just been one of the things that I just stumbled across and just ended up watching like three movies in the space of like in the last couple of days. Well, I'm halfway through the third movie. Is the Hunger Games yeah, um, movie? So I'm, I think like yesterday I watched the first two. No, sorry, I'd already watched the first one. I watched the second one and most of the third one um, in the bed. Stayed up quite late. So that's my throwback film and that's my throwback song. Nice, Alfie. Have you got one or both? Alfie. Um. Okay, movie, Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, good shot. Don't know if you've seen that one. With Jim Caviezel, I think it is, um, and Richard Harris. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love that film. Um, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend that you do. Um, I think it's Alexander Dumas who wrote it, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and the song, I, w- I will go with... Uh, Estelle, American Boy. That was that was on in the background during today's class. <laughs> All right, Sabrina, you got throwback. Um, a man apart as the film. Sick film. Denzel Washington. Yeah, really no, uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, Vin, is it? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Your bad. Um, and the song is. Just because you know it's a bit emotional being in lockdown. Um, I swear by all for one. I really like. Oh, tune. It is a proper tune. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a very old school. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. I'm um, cool. Thanks. Nasco. <laughs> well, I had a film that I was gonna say, but then just because you said a Disney movie, I've actually watched Locker today, and it was the most emotional thing I have. Thing, you know, it was animation. I cried for 10 minutes after that. What, what was it called? Locker? Locker, yes. Oh, Locker, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll... Yeah, it's on a Disney channel, the, like the Disney class. Yeah, yeah. But no, that, my original one was going to be The Conspiracy Theory, which I absolutely love. Oh, the one with Mel Gibson? With Mel Gibson, Julia Roberts. Okay, yeah. And um, I, I didn't know which song to pick, so I'm just going to recommend the whole of the best of Fortnite. I absolutely love this band. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, last one, last one, Chris. Um, well, a song I can, I can never get enough of is a song called Black Water by Ruben and, and the Dark. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, it's just the best song 
ever, Blackwater or even in the dark. Um, as for movies, um, I love movies, but one that always sticks with me is one of my favorite movies of all time is one called Moon. I don't know if you've seen that. It's got Sam Rockwell in it, and it's, it's about a guy that's stuck on the moon, and it's just amazing, really, really good. I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan, actually. Uh, if you haven't seen that film, it's really oh, worth it. Yeah, so it's basically, uh, it's basically like the original version of The Martian. They, they, they must have ripped it off. Yeah, it's, a, it's a little bit like The Martian, but it's really a little bit twisted. It's very, very good. It's got Fair. Kevin Spacey in, so, you know, because Kevin Spacey's in it, it probably won't get much airtime now. Persona non grata. I realise I have I have recommended Long Tail Sally, so I'll change mine to uh, Mr. Me Too by Clips. Then, then you'll remember this. Me and Icky used to cruise around in his victory with that song on full yeah. blast. <laughs> like idiots. Uh, but yeah, all right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us today. Okay. Uh, and he's going to upload it and we'll let you know when it is and you can tell your friends and family to tune in. And, and... Oh, played you out too quickly there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, so yeah, just, just to summarize, we've got Chris, Nasca, Sabrina, Alfie, Denny and myself. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you don't already NGA Podcasts Spotify, SoundCloud and all that other good stuff and thank you everyone um, who has joined us today and contributed and everyone who's with us now and stay till the end, much appreciated this is our 50th episode by the way so we wanted to do something a little bit different for those that um, weren't aware Yeah, so really appreciate that Cheers, guys. All right, take care, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Bye.